the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Faith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Portions of this hour have been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Odyssey. The following program was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. The challenge we have is the horizontal. Uh, The horizontal part of the cross is where I stretch myself for others. Truth be told, if you have kids, you learn how to stretch yourself. If you have a job with some crazy folk, you know how to... And and it's something about people that people have the ability to stretch you. And sometimes they stretch you past your limit. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Now look at your name say, neighbor. Please listen today. Say, neighbor. If you go to napping, I'm going to go to slapping. Go ahead, go ahead. Put, they, they, you want to touch them? Say, neighbor, neighbor. If, if I feel your head start to slide to the side, I'm, I'm going to hit you back up. <laughs> uh, I really believe today's word can really change your life. I believe every word of God can change your life. But this in particular is really going to bless you as we start the new year. Today's message is entitled, Keep the Main Thing, the Main Thing, Part 2, Our Relationship with People. Mm. Last week we dealt with our relationship with God. Today we'll deal with the relationship with, with people. Our relationship with people should be an overflow of our relationship with God. I repeat, our relationship with people should be an overflow of our relationship with God. All relationships we have are a reflection of our relationship with God. How we treat people is a reflection of how we feel about God. How you treat people is a reflection of how you feel about God. Because, see, those people are made in God's image and God's likeness. Now, the problem with people is they come with problems and no instructions. You could tweet that right now. Praise God. The problem with people is they come with problems with no instructions. Glory to God. So with that, I look at the cross. Uh, We love the cross for the vertical, our relationship with God. It's me and God. It's me and God. He loves me. I love him. The challenge we have is the horizontal. 
the horizontal part of the cross is where I stretch myself for others. Truth be told, if you have kids, you learn how to stretch yourself. If you have a job with some crazy folk, you know how to... And, and it's something about people that people have the ability to stretch you. And sometimes they stretch you past your limit. I'm trying to be saved, y'all. Don't push me because I'm close to the... I'm trying not... Uh, see, y'all ain't saved. Y'all, y'all, ain't, y'all, ain't, y'all ain't really saved. But what happens, people will push you. And now I have to identify, do I really love God? Because you about to push something out of me that I thought I had put down. I, I have conquered cussing, but you, 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 you. I was at uh, the, the light of uh, 301 and Boyette, and the light was red, but it doesn't, it's not one of those where you say you can't keep going. You stop, you look, you go. And uh, somebody was just sitting there. And at first, I was just real chill. I said, Jumbo, don't honk the horn. Don't honk the horn. Then like 30 seconds went by. I said, I want to get out of the car and look down the street for them and say, it's good. <laughs> but you know, you, you can't come out of the car. And I, I don't know about you, but every now and then when I'm in a car and people do stuff, I, I call it car courage. I was driving on the way home and a guy, um, I, I, I had my lights on too bright, but it was dark outside and he, he slowed down and he put the... And he, and he did a long time with a finger in the middle. <laughs> and then I said, okay, self. Self. I said, now I really want to pass and say something or follow him home and really talk to this person. <laughs> and may, may, maybe I can lead him to the Lord. <laughs> but then the Holy Spirit said, Jomo, you represent me, son. So, so we can be so connected to the vertical, I love God. But see, you can't love God and not love people. You cannot love God and not love people. Oh, God, see, I see, I got quiet. All right. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. I continue from where I started last week. Jesus replied to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Break it down. That, that, that means that I love from the heart, my inward affection. I love from my soul, my consciousness. I love my mind with all my thoughts. Verse 38, this is the first and greatest commandment. Second is like this. You shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. That is unselfishly seek the best for and the highest good for others. Now let me deal with this real quick. It says to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Could it be you don't love your neighbor because you don't love you? Love your neighbor as you love yourself. So ultimately, when I don't love people, it's a reflection that I really don't love me. And what happens now, since I don't love me, I deflect and blame others for my issue. 
Mm, got quiet. I ain't scared of you. So now you, you have to be cognizant that in this love walk, that how I feel about myself, I exude to others. So that's what, so, so self-esteem, self-worth, all of this. No, no, no. Understand you were fearfully and wonderfully made in God's image. Okay, you 5'2", but you a fine 5'2". Okay, you 6'2". You a fine 6'2". Listen, listen. It's my hair. It's Yaki. It's Remy. It's yours. It's yours. Just love what you got. Work with what you got. Understand this. If you don't love you, nobody can love you because before anybody loves you, you got to love yourself and you got to fall in love with you because you were fearfully and wonderfully made in God's image. Well, pastor, I got a little junk in the trunk. Well, guess what, baby? They pay good money for that now. You better take it. I think they call it Brazilian lift. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You got money, you can make... Let me stop. Let me stop. So we have to be mindful that the, before you can love anybody else, you've got to fall in love with you. Because when you don't love you, it presses on other people. And you blame them for your deficiency. You better love you. Listen, my name is Jomo. J-O-M-O. You know how long my name gets butchered? Imagine being in Spanish class. Hey, homo. <laughs> see, now, now, see, see, y'all supposed not to laugh at that now. Because, see, I'm still not, I haven't recovered from that. Jomo's my name, man. I'd always get in trouble because I couldn't say I'm John, I'm Jomo. He the big dude. Always. But then I fell in love with my name. I'm different. I'm unique. I'm one of a kind. And I stopped hating it, and I started embracing it. You know what? It's amazing to me how I'll see a person who may not worldly look good, but they feel good about themselves. Anybody seen that person? He's like, glory, I mean, killing it. He's like, boy, she really thinks she look good. But see, when you confident with your thing, you, let me stop. And then you see a nice looking person, but they can't walk it. You need help. Everyone say, I love myself. Yeah. That's the beginning. You got to be sold on you. People buy you, then they buy what you say. What do you mean by that? In sales, they, the number one reason for people selling is likability. They buy you, then they buy what you say. So you got you to love you. You got to be confident in you. Why? Because you all you got. So if you ain't sold on you, why would anybody else be? Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 40 says this. The law and the writings and the prophets depend on these two things. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 
10 conditions for answered prayer, 5 benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's 5 keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's 7-step prayer model, and the sevenfold ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. The law and the writings of the prophets depend on these two things. Rather than worrying about all the commandments, just love people. It breaks down to that. Look what Mark says in Mark 12, 30. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, your thought and understanding, with all your strength. And secondly, you shall unselfishly love your neighbor as you love yourself. There's no other commandment greater than these. It breaks down to this, y'all. Love God, love people. That's it. Don't make it deeper than that. If you notice, the logo of our church is love God, love people, love first. That's it. Keep it simple. People ask you, Pastor, where you come with name love first? Well, I came out of a church called Hate First. <laughs> Everybody angry. Lord, gee, ain't nothing worse than a mean Christian. Get behind me, Satan. Hallelujah. I don't want your God. That mean, nasty spirit, I don't want that. Love. Love. All right, all right. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Luke 2.52, look what it says. Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature with favor with God and people. Don't tell me how good your relationship with God is. Show me your relationship with people. When I love God, well, I don't see it. I love God. No, 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 no. Jesus grew with favor with God and with man. So that means you have the ability, you should be growing in favor with God and with man. If Jesus is the model, you should have a good name. Your name should precede you with how you treat people. Favor is on your name based on how you walk in love. John 13, 34. Look what it says. Let's read this together, church. John 13, 34. Y'all ready to read? Let me give you a new command. Love one another in the same way I loved you. 
you love one another. This is how everyone will recognize that you are my disciples when they see the love you have. So, so everyone say, you better recognize. Well, say, neighbor, give me something to recognize. Because I can't recognize it in your life. They will recognize you by how you love. That is my character. It is not changing. I'm going to love you. Now, I may not like you today, but I'm going to love you. And I'm going to love the hell out of you. Love you till the hell come out you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to suffer along with you because I love you. People often struggle with this love thing. Pastor, I don't know how to do it. Let me, let me give you an example. I took my, uh, my youngest to the movies one day. Some, some child movie that I go to sleep on. <laughs> and so, so we, we go to the movies. And uh, for whatever reason, I didn't bring the diaper bag. And my buddy had a full blowout. If you don't, if you never had kids, a blowout is when the diaper can't hold it all. <laughs> so I go to the bathroom and... Uh, the problem with today's bathrooms, if you're a bathroom maker, okay, I need the water to run a little bit longer. Because <laughs> when you touch the button, it just gets... <laughs> it's like a game of tag. Got it. Anyway, <laughs> so I go to the bathroom. Here's a full blowout. I say, okay, first things first. Let me find a stall. Now, I, don't, I can't have a regular stall because I need a stall with, a, with water. So I found a, a handicapped stall, but I had to wait for it. So I got there, and, 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 and uh, my baby boy is just smiling at me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. He cool. I'm, I'm going to be cool. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm making a, a, after I clean them up, and you know, it's a lot of cleaning because, see, when the water ain't running, <laughs> so you know your hands are just gone because the only way to sit. And I'm just, ah, uh, come on. And I'm just going over the process because, see, I'm extra cleaning because, you know, yeah. So then I make a diaper with the paper towels. Listen, work with what you got, y'all. Work with what you got. So. And then I wash his pants because, you know, it's a full blowout. So I got in the sink and then you can't wash because the water ain't running. So he's like. Shh, shh. Huh? You know, so finally. The whole process, my boy smiled at me. He's like, this is fun. You know, because he's looking at my face. And, I, and God told me to tell you today that no matter the crap that's on you, he sees the best in you. I don't care what you did last night. I don't care. This is my definition of love. Love is when I see the best in you. No, no, no. Better, better, John. I can do better. When I think the best of you, when I see the worst in you. I see who you are, but I still believe you're a man of God. I know you tore up from the floor up. But you are a mighty woman of God. I call you who you are supposed to be. 
you are just in a shifting season right now, and God is not through with you yet. I know what you used to do, but that's not who you are. The Bible says old things passed away. Behold, all things are new. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. I'm the blood-bought, blood-washed child of a king. And so, so oftentimes people want to call you who you used to be. I can't even say the name no more. My wife said, don't say that name no more in church. Well, they used to call me in college. You could imagine Jomo without Christ. You can't. We're going to leave it right there. Praise the Lord. How we treat people is a reflection of our relationship with God. And your gauge for spiritual maturity is what stimuli sets you off. Because, see, you are responsible for your response. Nobody pulls that out of you. It was there the whole time. They just expose your weakness. Call it what it is. You will not change until you first own you. Stop blaming people for you cussing. You want to cuss and you like to cuss. And you got a PhD in cussing. And if you push me one more time, I'll cuss right now. No, no, no. You will never change what you don't confront. Own you. You talk too much. And it's amazing to me how people get offended in church. But let your boss tell you you talk too much. You know what? You're right. I do. I need to work on that. Come to church. I can't believe he told me that. But everybody told you you talk too much. No, no. If you don't take responsibility for your actions, you cannot grow. And you will stay at a certain level because God can't give you more responsibility because he's afraid you're going to act a fool if he elevates you. So then God will keep you at a certain level until you no longer respond to that same stimuli. Because if he puts you in a position, you're going to embarrass him because you say you represent him. But then when you pop off, that's not a representation of him. That's a representation of you. And until you de- Paul says, I crucify my flesh daily. Until you kill that thing, God, God cannot take you to where he want to take you. Because if he takes you there, you're going to act. So the biggest person that's holding back your promotion is not God. Because God wants you to be an ambassador for him. And when he puts you on that stage, he wants you to be ready. And the only way you get to the stage is you get tried. Yeah, they got to try you. Because, see, that's the only way they know if you are the real deal. The gauge for spiritual maturity is how long it takes you to respond when they get on your nerves. Because remember, the battle is not mine, it's... And God can't fight the battle if you keep fighting it. Praise the Lord, preacher. That's a good word for me. To God be the glory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First John 4, 7, 8. This is where I got the name for the church from. First John 4 says this, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from who? Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows what? 
But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. So, you cannot say you love God and not love people. Because if you don't love people, you can't love God. It's an oxymoron. I'm not calling you a moron, I'm calling you oxymoron. <laughs> you, can't, you can't have it without, they go hand in hand. Okay, uh, for you single folk, I'm going to give you about five or six minutes right now, okay, because I love you. Now, everything I said pertains to everybody, but right now, specifically, I'm dealing with my single folk. Understand this. Don't look for size, eyes, or credit. <laughs> Holy Spirit just gave me that. I, I just made that up right there. <laughs> Size, eyes, or credit. Boy, that's... You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.